You're listening to Fish Food, where we present bite-sized accounting and entrepreneurship advice in 25 minutes or less. Keep listening for interviews, guidance, and resources for freelancers and small businesses. And if you enjoy, rate and subscribe to let others know about the gym you found. Now, let's get started. Hello, welcome to Fish Food. I am your host, Keila hill Traywick, And today, I want to have a conversation about a form that already felt kind of confusing to people and now should be easier, but I think it's still a little bit confusing and it is your W-4. So if you work a, quote, regular job, so you work a job where you get payroll taxes withheld and then they give you a W-2 at the end of the year, chances are, well, not even chances are, they should have given you a W-4 when you started. And so first question you may be asking, what is a W-4? A W-4 is the form that you fill out to help the payroll system determine how much taxes they're going to withhold throughout the year. So it think of it as your way of telling them how much they should take so that you don't owe a whole lot at the end of the year and that you don't have a huge refund at the end of the year. The goal of the W-4 is so that you put in the right information so that the payroll taxes withheld can get you as close to breaking even as possible. So let's go back a little bit. Why was the W-4 redesigned? So if you remember filling it out in the old days before the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, um, it was pretty straightforward and it was based on what are called exemptions. And the exemptions were essentially an amount of money that you used to get per person in your household. Um, And so you would go through, if you wanted to, you would do the little worksheet to determine how many exemptions you had, and then you would fill it out tell your job how many you wanted to take out, and that's what they would use in order to determine how much they take out in federal payroll taxes throughout the year. Well, that got changed for a couple of reasons. The first one is that we don't have exemptions anymore. So one of the changes with the new tax act is that exemptions are no longer something that you can claim on your tax return. Um, But the other reason that it was redesigned is so that it would be more accurate. So if you filled out your W-4 before, there was a lot of confusion about what number I should put in. Do I put zero? Do I put one? I did the little calculations. It brought me to two, but then it seemed like I owed and I wasn't really sure. Um, So the new one has a lot more questions, so it feels a lot more tedious, but it should make it more accurate because it asks you questions for things outside of your job. So do you have income outside of this role? Um, Do you have a spouse that also brings in income? Those types of questions so that at the end of this, when you're determining how much you're taking out of your check, we're taking into account that there are other things that will affect your tax status more than just this job that you're working. All right. So you may be thinking, how do I change it? So if I'm already at a job, how do I update my W-4? The good thing is most jobs will let you do it relatively easily. Um, You either go through the portal where you handle your HR stuff or you reach out to that department or your payroll department to ask them to allow you to do it. Generally, it should be electronic. There is a form that you can use that's on paper, but a lot of companies, because they use some type of third-party payroll processor, will have the form that you can fill out electronically. Um, One thing to keep in mind is that HR and payroll advisors are not allowed to give you actual advice on what you should do. Um, So you're going to need to talk to your tax advisor or your spouse and get your numbers together before you go fill out the form because they're not going to be able to do much for you beyond telling you what the form is and how to get to it, but they can't tell you what information to put in to get you as close to breaking even as possible. 
All right. So how often should you check it? I always tell people, regardless of what your situation is, you want to check it at least once or twice throughout the year. So a good point to look at is one, after tax season. So you filed your tax return, you got a huge refund or you owed a ton. That's a really good time to go back and say, did I have enough withheld or too much withheld from my check throughout the year? Um, As an aside, a lot of people will ask about like, what is the problem with getting a huge refund? It's not necessarily a problem, but if it turns out that you needed that money throughout the year, you could have had that in your check instead of waiting till the end of the year to receive it. Um, so whatever you need to do to make sure that you're having the end of tax year experience that you want to is fine, but you just want to make sure that you understand that. Um, the other point that I would say is if you don't look at after tax time or let's say you file an extension, it's going to be later in the year, mid-year is a good point. So looking around June or July to say, hey, am I withholding enough from my check? Should I make any changes? Can I catch up if I did anything wrong before the end of the year? One of the ways that you can do that is you can look at the IRS paycheck checkup. They have a site where you can go in, put in your information. None of it is personal information, so you're really just giving them your salary. They'll ask you some questions about kind of your life situation so that it can estimate what you would owe in taxes at the end of the year. Um, Doing that mid-year also lets you know like, oh, I'm way ahead of the game. I don't need to do anything or I'm under withholding. I need to use this next five or six months to catch up so that I don't end up owing at the end of the period. You also want to check it or change it anytime something big happens in your life. So you get married, you get divorced, you add a dependent, whether that's by birth or by adoption or any other means, Um, you buy a house, you change jobs. Any of those things can have a significant tax impact on you at the end of the tax year. And so you want to make sure that you're checking in with that part of your tax life um, when those events happen so that you can make sure that you're still withholding enough given the new change. All right. So after all of this, you may be wondering, do I have to change it? No. No. (laughs) You do not have to change it. If you are at a job and have been at a job and nothing major has changed in your life, you don't have to change it. Even though it has been redesigned, it's not a requirement that you do a new one. That being said, think about what has gone on in your life since you last filled out your W-4. Have you gotten a promotion? Have you moved jobs within the same company? Generally, the W-4 is not something that you think about. And so if you don't take the time to step back and say, hey, I just want to make sure that I'm still good given all the changes that I've had, you may still be fine. You know that when you file your taxes and what ends up coming back to you or ends up being owed from you. But just keep in mind, it's completely your choice as to whether or not you want to change it unless you start a new position. So if you start a new position at a new company, they're going to ask you to fill out a new W-4 and that W-4 is going to be the new version. If you don't have a super complicated tax situation, There's a basic section at the beginning that everyone has to fill out that has your identifying information. You're not required to go through the other four sections um, if you don't need to. All right, so to recap, there's a new form. It is called the W-4. You do not have to change it. But if you do want to change it, it's pretty easy to do so with your payroll or HR department. Keep in mind that you're not required to give all of the information. So for example, one of the sections may ask about outside income or self-employment income. If you don't want to include that, you don't have to. Um, But if you don't, that amount won't be taken into account when they start determining how much is taken out of your payroll check. So 
Let's say you're like, I just want you to take out as much taxes as I think I'm going to owe overall from this job. Then you'll need to tell them about the outside income. If you're fine with the taxes being taken out, just being associated with that job, and you're going to make the estimated quarterly tax payments that you need to separately, you don't have to tell them that. So just keep that in mind um, as you're answering the questions. The goal is to make your tax burden more accurate. So it's up to you how much information you give. Just know that the less information you give, the less information that they have to go on to file for you. That's it. I hope that you take a chance to go out and look at the new W-4. I'll make sure that there's a link in the show notes so that you have something to look at. Um, I'll also give a graphic that shows the difference between the old W-4 and the new W-4 so that you can use that to have a sense of what things will be requested from you going forward. And that way, too, you don't feel on the spot when they hand the form to you, when you're starting a new job and all of that paperwork that they give you. You kind of have a sense of what's going to be asked of you and feel better about filling it out for the first time there and also know what you might have to bring back if you want to change it later on. Thanks for joining us today. We're happy to have had you. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, there's good news. We've got additional free resources for you to get clear on your small business finances. Subscribe to our bi-weekly newsletter by heading to littlefishaccounting.com slash subscribe and check us out on Instagram at littlefishaccounting.